0: Welcome to season two of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast with Ryan and Mike. (laughs) Ryan, Mike. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast 027. Plus one. Plus one. We have a sick child in the studio today. Yes, we do. Who's not acting very sick right now and is being pretty giggly. I know. He keeps it up. He's going to have to go back to his parents. <laughs> I did just threaten to take him to school. <laughs> yes, you did. What a good discipline. <laughs> yep. Yep. Keep it up. I'm going to make you do in education. Either be sick and go chill or you're going to school. That, seriously, that drives me nuts. Though. like, I remember when I was a kid and I was sick and I had to stay home, right? Like, I loved it. Oh, yeah. Like, you just chill on the couch, watch movies all day and, like, not do anything. Yep. Him, though, he's chill for, like, three hours. And then he always, like, you can tell he starts to feel a little better. And yep. then he's just... Just wiling out. Yep. And he's like, Dad, can I go outside and ride my bike? Like, no. No. <laughs> you're you're so sick. sick. You're paying the sick tax. Yeah, exactly. Yep. The sick tax. She's taxed. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what I say? We were talking about yeah, that One morning. Year. I always had the Mrs. Grass's Soup, Verner's, Price is Right. Oh, yeah. My dad would often <laughs> swat at me like you just <laughs> had <to> swat <laughs> Sometimes it hurts when you don't actually make contact with anything. It oh, yeah. Pulls your elbow a little bit. Yeah, when you're expecting that little bit of resistance, and then you just free throw your yep. hand across the room. Uh, I want to ask our audience if they have um, any experience with Coke syrup. Okay. Because we do have a bit of an older audience and is an older product. But grown up, yeah, my my grandma always had it, and so we got it at the house, but it's called coke syrup. Mm-hmm. And it literally was like it was like a syrup. They put it in a spoon and you take, take it and it tastes like coke. I mean, it wasn't like no. it was thick, it wasn't like a pop, <laughs> or me. it wasn't just like sipping on a coke or anything. Like it was legitimate medicine. I don't really know what the fuck it did other than that it coated your stomach and always made you feel better. Now, is this a derivative of the medicinal cocaine from years past? No, I'm pretty sure they just stole the coke syrup recipe and they put it in a bottle for coca-cola and, and then it's no longer available because coca-cola was like uh-uh huh. not happening a litigious big company you say <laughs> yep <laughs> okay yep so i i dude i would fucking love to still have that i wish that was still a thing but i haven't been able to find it in years I if i've I never heard of it yeah. Well, yeah not many people have yeah yeah call in you've got five minutes we'll be taking calls <laughs> <laughs> the first one that can tell me what the bottle looks like will win a prize. Ooh, that's fun. Yeah, I remember specifically what it looked like. Yeah. We, uh, what were you talking about? Ludens. Oh, yeah. Delicious medicine. Yep. Do you remember a grape Robitussin? No, that sounds awful. It was amazing. Seriously? Yeah. you just chug that? Yeah, I can see why there was a pandemic of <laughs> Robitussin <laughs> alcohol drinks that were driving people up the wall. Because the grape is very tasty. Was that a thing? Yeah. Like Wasn't it boot. a little uh, little one of them lils? I don't You're always know. talking about um, grape drink.
1: Well, it's it like Tussin.
0: The, that's oh yeah maybe. Well, yeah. like, like Sizzurp. Sure. That was uh, liquid codeine that you'd like pour in with squirt. It was a really yeah. good drink. But like Robitussin was Tussin. Okay. And, and uh, yeah, apparently enough of it with the uh, whatever they were combining it with would get you all turned. Okay. <laughs> Burnt, if turn, you will. Turn it up. Though, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so I remember that when I was young. And oh. then there was a, um, it might have been a regular and Tasted god-awful. I don't really remember drinking too much, like, cough syrup. I didn't do a lot of cough syrup or cold, like, no. that kind of stuff. No. I'm well, uh, surprise the audience because I've coughed into a microphone probably the last <laughs> eight episodes. But, yeah, I had a lot of cough syrup when I was younger because I have a propensity for coughing. I um, I had a ton of ear infections when I was a kid. And so I got amoxicillin. Mm. And I used to love that because it tasted like bubblegum. Oh, and yeah. now like when the kids get amoxicillin, they hate it. Like they think it, they think Does they it not eat, have the bubblegum anymore? It still is, absolutely. I mean, I don't know if it's different tasting bubblegum. I haven't personally tried it. But no, it's bubblegum flavor. And they don't, they don't like it. And I was like, shit, I love that stuff as a 100. kid. It tastes like candy. Or like bubblegum. I will say, unequivocally, Pedialyte, the best flavor that they ever made was the bubblegum flavor. <gasps> have you... Speaking of my Gatorade Fast Twitch here. Oh yeah. I also have the Gatorade Hydr. I think they call the Gatorade Hydration. It's basically Gatorade Pedialyte now. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Okay. Have you had one before? Do they're delicious and they like they quench you? Really? Mm-hmm. So, so you don't have to take Pedialyte. You can take Gatorade with the same effects as Pedialyte now. I enjoyed your earlier comment when you were drinking this Fast Twitch Gatorade energy drink and you were like, yeah, I like it for hydrating, even though it says right on the bottle, not for hydration. Yeah. Fast. Uh, <coughs> you, you muted me, dipshit. shit. What? <laughs> you muted me, not yourself. Oh. <laughs> well, how <Sorry>. are our microphones? <laughs> uh, uh, oh. <laughs> Well, usually I'm button one and you're button two. Anyway, (laughs) I'm like I was wondering. I'm talking and I can't hear myself, but I hear you coughing really loud. Yeah. So this is uh, Gatorade production (laughs) here. Fast Twitch ignites power, and it says developed by Gatorade with 200 milligrams of caffeine to help athletes ignite power in athletic performance. Fast Twitch is how Gatorade does energy. God, dude, he's going to drive me nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Go to school. Anyway, um, yeah, I was like, you know, it, it tastes really good and like it hydrates you. <laughs> this pretty really fucking out here. Not recommended for children, pregnant or nursing women or people sensitive to caffeine. Not for hydration. <laughs> like, now, whatever. It's, a, I it's Gatorade. It's going to hydrate you. I have an energy drink here. Let's see if it warns you about hydrating. But my question is. Isn't any liquid somewhat hydrating? That's in a, some respect. Like I know caffeine is a, what they, a diure- diuretic. Is that the word? I don't they fucking know. Where it's makes you more dehydrated. Yeah, but and and so that I I absolutely agree with you too because pop like they say pops like you know not what you drink when you're when you're fucking thirsty and shit which I yeah. totally understand it it. makes you thirstier but However, design. there is water in it. Yeah, you know what I mean. So like, so let's just say you walk through the Sahara Desert, uh-huh. and you're like. Part like you look like that SpongeBob cartoon where he was all dried up and just like look crunchy, and okay. you get out of the desert and somebody's like, "Oh my god, are are you okay? Here, I have this zip twitch or whatever the hell that's called," <laughs> and you're like, "No, no, that's not her hydration." <laughs> <laughs> well, like like salt water, I understand it because there's fucking salt in it, right? So yeah, like, it's like gonna- you could boil it, catch the steam. Oh, two, okay, but just, if you're on a and it's for on hydration. a raft. yeah. So this one, this prime, has two things on here that I catch are interesting. Okay. First one, same thing, drink responsibly, not recommended for children under 18, people sensitive to caffeine, pregnant women or women who are nursing. Okay. says nothing additional about not for hydration. So that's for hydration. This is okay to drink. So you can drink that in in the Sierra. Now this says contains allergen, tree nut, and it says in parentheses what tree nut is contained in here. Which do you think it is? And I say hope it's peanut a because peanut. Because that's because a legume. Just, it doesn't you just, count. You just proved that nope. you, you don't have a nut allergy. I don't. Okay. I it, have a peanut allergy. All They're right. legumes. Jesus Christ. So I'm going to say walnut. No. Pine nut. Nope. Tree nut. I don't know any other tree nuts. Coconut. Oh. Have you ever... Looked at or thought Coconut's of a, a coconut nut? like a tree nut, though. No, and I know it has, like, nut in the name, but... Right. No, And I it literally comes from a tree. Is it you just can a, see them is parked it up there? a large nut? Is a coconut considered a it nut? It must be, but they're full of milk. Yeah. That's bizarre. I've never, ever read tree nut as a, and huh. a coconut. But it makes sense, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, but it's... I would have thought, like, cashew. Yeah. That's a tree nut. It's a cashew from a tree? Yeah. There's a uh, YouTube video about how they collect cashews. Of okay. like, it is insane. They so, have these big ass machines that shake the tree, uh-huh. like super. Like it would kill you mm-hmm. if you got in this machine. And these big, big fucking things come down. These big nuts, and then they break a little bitty bottom off of it. That's the cashew. Huh. Yeah, it's extremely wasteful looking. <laughs> like mind blowing. There's so, so very much worse thing, and they just this tiny little. Do they yeah. use the rest of it for anything? I don't know. But you got all these people that. You know, in these countries where they're probably not doing super-duper hot, and they have all these people just grabbing these big pieces of nut, and then they're breaking off this little bitty bottom part and throwing it in a bucket. And then it's I'm, like, I'm that's not, why cashews are so expensive. I'm not a fan of cashews. I I think they're fine. I much prefer a peanut. I wouldn't know. Uh, so what is it? Is everything that's on a plant is a legume? Well, no, legumes are different things. Okay. Why well, not? Like a peanut blo- like grows on a plant, not a tree. Right. So maybe, because like beans are legumes, aren't they? Yeah. Wouldn't the a bean? Yeah, 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 they are. Yeah. Because the beans. office had an episode where the magical legumes and their beans. Yeah. There's like Jack and the Beanstalk type thing. Ooh. Good reference. Hey, yeah, you know? Fucking like the office, you can you can literally relate to almost every single day of life. You can. Like every day you have one office to reference, like without a doubt. I'm going to bet that was helpful to their popularity. Oh, I would agree. Yeah. What are we talking about today? Uh, I don't think we're talking about anything, because you have what looks like a little game set up. Ooh, I may have a little intro to some Dungeons & Dragons. So, to let you know, I have zero knowledge of, as I'm sure it's referred to in your circle, as D&D. It is referred to in my circle as D&D. Yeah, so my D&D exposure is do not disturb. Excellent. So, yeah, this is going to be fun. I see a pen, I see paper, I see a little fella holding a potentially a sword that's a great sword okay what makes it so great is it called. very sharp no a great sword you wield two hands generally oh, okay so you got a big two-handed sword so like in skyrim it's your two-handed weapon you could but i do have to put you on task right now is that before the break you need to figure out a fun name for your human character your human <sighs> fighter that's, that's what you crackers. that's gonna be your name is criminy crackers because that's pretty good well i mean that bad. was my first response that's not bad yeah Criminy yeah. crackers! We might be just Surf cr- Sir, sir S- criminy crackers. Sir, absolutely! Yeah, you gotta put the, the, the sir, squad. lord, yeah, lord, ooh, lord, criminy crackers. That's pretty good. I like it, right off the cuff. Yep, good job. I That's what's fun does. about D and D, man. It's just I should be mind. a part of this. It's just fucking creative. You got a map here. I do. Well, don't give it all away yet. We're not there yet. Well, I'm just seeing what I'm. am t- telling people what I'm looking at. Well, it's funny because you were when you first sat down. You're like, I don't know what any of this is except for this, and you point into the map. Yeah, and it's. No, I wouldn't call it a map. Is it a playground? It's more of a play mat with a T. Okay. And it's a a grid system, more importantly. Yep, I identify the grid system. I can call it a grid system because the game that I'm playing currently obsessively, Stardew Valley, Uh in your little farm that you have when Mm -hmm. you put down certain things like a sprinkler system, it's got a grid. So you know what it is that you're covering with said sprinkler system. What is, in your opinion, the best way to search for something? If you're searching for a rock in the middle of a field, how would you search that field? What, is, what do you think is the best way to do it? And I'm by myself? You're by yourself. Probably a grid system. Okay. Yeah, I would absolutely agree. Maybe some. if I could acquire some string. Hopefully, it's not my spool of string that I've <laughs> lost that I'm looking for in a field because that's going to screw everything up. Yeah, like a grid pattern or a snake Pattern is my favorite way to search. Is so that where you go back and forth? It's basically a grid, or like but up and down. You go up and down. Yeah. It's good for when you're by yourself. Kind of like the old Nokia snake. Yeah. So you could. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. So if you had big grid here, you can do the, the whole grid and the snakes. It's perfect. But I'm guessing this grid system here mitigates my movement. It is going to be relative to your movement. Okay. Good job. And attack? Mm, sort of. Yes. Okay. You do have range bit. So we'll get into it. Okay. I'm sure we will because clearly there's a lot to it. I've had several questions so far. <laughs> uh, do we have any peek behind the curtain or reviews before we go on a little adventure? Um, a buddy of mine, LT, said that he's been listening to the podcast very much and okay. enjoys it quite a bit. Okay. So shout out to him. Um, he, as well as Blade Runner and Cheeseball, have stuff going on at home. Mm-hmm. So hopefully things turn around and get well for him. But uh, Blade Runner's wife, who I saw recently... Uh-huh. She approached me and said, if we do a Halloween episode, she's willing to be an expert guest on anything Halloween related. So we can specifically talk about the, the decorating of houses. McDonald's buckets. <laughs> so she can correct us that there is a jack-o'-lantern, a spooky ghost, what we decide? A vampire. I don't even fucking remember at this werewolf. point. Werewolf. Frankenstein. I bet there is a Frankenstein. Probably no zombies, though, because I don't think zombies were big at that point. But no, that like, like Frankenstein and the mummy. Those are kind of like the zombies of the day. You know what I mean? You know, and she gets upset at us for misnaming these bucket pails. But if they have a Frankenstein one, we should be mad at McDonald's because it's Frankenstein's monster. Oh, Unless the bucket pail is actually of that's Dr. Frankenstein. That's and point. that's going to confuse people because they're going to say, well, the monster was the scary part. Or was it? Maybe it was. No, I think it was the doctor. Yeah, he was the scariest. Mm-hmm. Or the townsfolk. Yeah, townsfolk were a little vigilante ish. Yeah. Because well, really, what did Frankenstein's monster do? Uh, I mean, he just showed up. Yeah. He got made out of body parts that Dr. Frankenstein stole. So he's kind of the badder guy out of the two of them. Because I don't think Frankenstein's monster really did anything. <laughs> Excuse me. Right? I feel like he RIP'd somebody. I don't did know. did he, like, accost a woman? I don't know. I, I don't know. I just feel like he like did. I feel like that would be like a fun Netflix series. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a detective's investigation into the Frankenstein Frankenstein's monster situation. Okay. You know, like a whole just deep dive breakdown of it.
1: <laughs> because like, we only like,
0: know one side of it. Is this like a reality show or like fiction? Like a mockumentary. Okay. So there could be some fun to it. Okay. But, you know, like, how many sides of it do we really know? That's fair. We know the one side. We do. Right? We don't know what Dr. Frankenstein's... It's all about perspective and point of view. It is. It'd be like the uh, Making a Murderer. We can leave things out to make it look really bad. (laughs) I fucking forgot about that show. Yeah. What a conundrum that turned out to be. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I thought the last show was really good. Um, I haven't really heard anything about it. No, I haven't either. Oh, I Which, did confirm that. Nothing. nothing. Are, you, are you dying? <coughs> yeah, we all are. <laughs> um, I did confirm my dad is still listening. My mom has not made him stop. Okay. He said he's on like episode 14. Sweet. And my mom said, yeah, in Florida, like nights that they were just staying in the camper, like he would go outside, put it on his uh, JBL speaker and sip some whiskey. And oh, awesome. listen to our podcast by himself. <laughs> I sent him a love message it. just to let him know, like, hey, man, you know, love you. Yeah. Uh, but also, Ryan said you may not be listening to the show, <laughs> so you need to be better about that. Be better. <laughs> Get dad. good. So. Fantastic. All right, are we ready for a journey? Ryan? Yeah. Mike? Are you ready for a bourbon and grass time travel adventure? I am. i to do it again. I never remember. Am I okay. to say I am before? I music? Time, I know. You made me do the music for but I think it goes. Are you ready for a bourbon and grass time travel adventure? I am. You say I am, Okay. and then we play the music. All right, that's what we're going to do from here on out, and let's start right now. I bet we screw it up. No, we won't. Ryan? Mike? Are you ready for a bourbon and grass, a nonsensical podcast, time travel adventure? I am. That's perfect. Uh, Mike, on today's date, Mm -hmm. April 18th. Sure is. 1861. Ooh, that's far back. Mm -hmm. Colonel... Robert E. Lee turns down an offer to command the Union armies. And why is that significant? Tell me why. Because Colonel Robert E. Lee goes on to lead the Confederate armies. So even though he was in the U.S. military and he went to West Point, he felt more connected to his home state of Virginia. Okay, and so he sided with his state versus his country, and that's why Robert E. Lee led the uh, the Confederate armies. Does that make the want, want, want inappropriate? Oh no, I think it was appropriate because he was an amazing general, and yeah. I think had he just gone to the the Union, it probably the the war would have been over sooner. Like he is the reason. That... <laughs> okay, well, was the applause for the war being over sooner? Who doesn't like a war to be over sooner? <laughs> Fair. Uh, but you know, he's the reason I think the 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 Confederates had more of a fighting chance okay. than what they than what they did. I was just I didn't want to step on potentially spicy grounds by <laughs> oh because of our fucking theme. 1930s and 1940s time travel hasn't stepped on spicy grounds. Also true, but you know how people are with the Confederacy. That's fair. Like they're still hot and bothered by it. Which maybe not so much the Holocaust, but you know, Confederate <laughs> stuff still really gets people up in arms. Jesus Christ. It's true. Sore losers. That's what the Confederacy fucking is. Is that what you think it is? Yes. If you're still flying the flag, you're just a sore loser. What if, devil's advocate, Okay, you're a big Dukes of Hazard fan? <laughs> then I'm fine if you get an orange car. Go right ahead. Your car can be pretty yeah. orange. Give me an orange Roadrunner. I will be all over <laughs> town. Uh, yeah, but that's, that's a pretty significant moment. Because, yeah. Because, uh, like I said, if, I think had he just joined the Union Army, the, that war would have looked a lot different. Mm-hmm. It would have been... You know, it's one of those things where it's, like, all these pivotal moments in history, mm-hmm. how they branch out and become all these other pivotal moments in history, blah, 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 Like, how many of them, and I'm sure one day, like, you could ask chat GPT or something. Oh, like, yeah. Like, what would have happened if Robert E. Lee would have led the Union Army yeah. or whatever? And be like, here's all the things that would have happened, you know, so. Yep. Could have been very, very different. I have a, a question for you. Mm. What country has killed the most Americans in war? Vietnam? America. Oh, Civil War? Mm-hmm. It's okay. a good question. Yeah. yeah. You know, honestly, I thought that, but then I thought Vietnam's number's probably pretty high up there, too. No, nah, I think Vietnam went the lost like sixty. I mean, only, I use that very yeah. loosely, but like 60,000. Okay. And the uh, fucking Civil War is like three, four 400,000 died. How long was the Civil War? How long? Yeah. Like four years? Four? Mm-hmm. It's kind of funny when you think about such a pivotal moment in American history was qu- only four years. Yeah. Like, you know, I was only in high school for four years. And in that time, like so much changed. Well, not while I was, you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A time frame, not literally while I was in high school. I was not in high school during the Civil War. There's a <laughs> fact for you listeners. <laughs> Here's a hot take, guys. Yeah, I don't want to surprise anybody. <laughs> <but> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So no, that was a good one. I thought so too. We, yeah, we took it back to the the 19th century. We've been there too too much lately. What months did the Civil War? I know it was like four years, but what months did it start? Uh the first battle was uh, Fort Sumter, which was it was a, a Union-held fort off the coast of Char- or off the coast of South Carolina in Charleston. What what time of year was it? I don't fucking know. Okay, because I that Didn't was that was going to go back to my original theory okay. that. Most wars start when the weather's nice. Uh, well, it started because the Confederates finally had enough and they started bombing Fort Sumter. Uh, hold on, let me like I can find this out in about two seconds. Mm. Fort Sumter bombing date. So your your theory is? What was the I wa- talking? No, oh, I might have been talking about like protests oh, and wow. riots. Man, this could have been cool. Oh, April twelfth, eighteen sixty one. Okay, so literally fucking, a oh, week last week. Yeah. 160 years ago 162 years ago so last week they bombed fort sumter yep then they went to colonel yep e. lee there yep and they're like hey <laughs> we're really upset <laughs> and he was like no i'm well at this point i mean the the drums of war had been fucking beating for a little bit yeah but at this point like they declared war they are now separate trying to separate from the u.s we are now mobilizing our forces and so that's when they asked him and he said nope and he jumped on a country road to take him home. <laughs> yeah, have to use priority in Virginia. Maybe. You Maybe. don't know. You don't know where he was at. <laughs> I don't feel like people traveled probably as much back then. What's the thing? Like A little bit more to it. Like, you know, four years of war, it seems like a long time, right? But four years of war back then versus four years of war now is like is totally fucking, like they're daily battles now. Uh-huh. You know, and, and you can travel hundreds of miles over a couple of days, whereas there, it'd take you two weeks to march to the battlefield from wherever the fuck you're coming from. Right. You know, and the fucking battle's over pretty quickly, and then a couple more weeks until you march to the next one. Yeah, and in that time, you got to wait for instructions. Yeah. You got to wait for some fucking bird to show up with instructions wrapped around it. <laughs> and Like, read that. Well, that was, I hope they didn't change their mind in the time that it took. That was one of our big advantages in the Civil War for the North is telegraphs. That's when telegraphs became started becoming a thing, um, and fucking the northern industrials, we uh, we had way more telegraph lines than the south did. I noticed you're really hanging your hat on the northern, the wee, wee, wee parts. So. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Number one, I live in the north. Number two, I identify as a northerner. Yeah, just, and, I, and I didn't know th- you were a Yankee at heart. Number three, I'm a fucking Yankee at heart. Okay. And fuck those uh rebelous bastards. Well, hey, I'm half Kentuckian, so... <laughs> I don't know where I stood. That's like right on the Mason-Dixon line. That yeah. It was, was right in the middle there. Could have went either way. Could have went either way. That's yep. fine. Yep. We, we were the people where it was like the whole war, but kind of clashed right in our backyard, and we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, <laughs> like no, 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 no. <laughs> hey, go down to Tennessee. Yeah, All take the this, uh, this yeah, nice south or north. Here. I don't care, but we're happy right here in our, our mountains with cryptids. Um, it was funny. Uh, there was, when we were in Scotland, uh, and we are at the Battle of, Battle of Culloden site, and there was like a curator walking around the museum with a fucking musket, and he's giving demonstrations, and it made me chuckle because firearms just are not a thing over there. Right? Okay. Like people just don't want, don't know firearms, and I'm sure some people there like were history fans and they understood how a musket operated. But he's sitting there explaining how this musket operates, and he's asking us questions. And he's like, you know, what could a trained soldier? How many shots <laughs> could they get off in a minute? I said three. He's like, yeah, you're right. I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking I'm American, dude. I know yeah. I know about this shit. <laughs> that's in our history, friend. But it made me laugh, though, because he's saying t- tell about how inaccurate these things were, like over 100 yards, and that's why they need to have, you know, a huge line of infantry, um, and they all fire at once, and they have a second row behind them waiting to fire again. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to say so bad that, yeah, that's why we beat you guys in 1776, because we had the Kentucky Long Rifle, which was the first fucking rifled musket, mm-hmm. and so it was way more accurate. And then we realized that standing up and just shooting at the british was a bad idea so our militia started like hiding in trees and shit Yeah, a little bit more tactics. yes yeah. and i wanted to say like, yeah good old american and fucking ingenuity helped yeah. us just defeat you guys I was like <laughs> i'll just let him give us a little spiel about this damn british musket that's right fine. that he's probably uses the his home to this day <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah we don't have any guns over here <laughs> he's got this musket and this sword yeah for when the vikings come back <laughs> you uh, i assume you're familiar with 4chan Oh, yeah, yeah. There was a, a 4chan thing on there where it said, um, you know, it was one of the green text ones, so it's like line by line. Okay. But it was, you know, like me at home. Somebody, I love when you send me these, by the way. I love them. I think they're hilarious. But he's <laughs> like, me at home, here's somebody breaking into the, home, to the house. I grab my powdered wig oh. and, and musket, <laughs> yes. as my forefathers told me to do blow a golf ball sized hole into the first guy. And, but he was talking like even older, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, blue ye hole in thy fella. Yeah, and a scoundrel, and <laughs> a fixed bayonet that's <laughs> triangular shaped so it can't be stitched as my, you know, the constitution <laughs> declares, like all this stuff. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean, they didn't know what we were going to have, but yeah. they're all for like, yeah, just grab what you got, man. Mm-hmm. Like, keep people out of your stuff. Love it. Fucking yeah, love it. It's good stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh. Well, you want to wrap it up here uh, so we can get started on the the main topic of so the evening? At, oh, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. We're not at 52 minutes this time, are we? No, we're not. It's 26. That's oh, pretty average that, for us. That's perfect. A 2-6-er. Let, let's stop at 2-6 and then get into the, the do not disturb. All right. I am looking forward to it, and we're going to see how Lord Krimony Crackers does. All right. I think really well. <laughs> like, just looking at him. I think he's going to do fine. There's a cape. You might not do fine, but Lord Kermit Crackers will be fine. Yeah, I am not going to do great at all. I'm going to. Might be tears. I get very invested in my characters. So, <laughs> it's a so I hope I story. do well. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wish you good luck when we come back. Aye, aye. Thank you. No problem. Bye. Mike. Sir Ryan. Are you ready to go on a great quest and adventure full of riches? I'm not, but Lord Criminy Crackers sure is. <laughs> Welcome to the D D episode. Welcome to the D adventure. Uh, there you go. A bourbon and grass nonsensical <laughs> podcast adventure. So Dungeons and Dragons, man. Yeah. Do you know anything about it? I don't. Hi. Okay. I got a little guy here that says veteran on the bottom. Okay. Three out of forty-four. Yep. Not good stats. <laughs> It's, He's got it's the of, model number for oh, the range. Thank of models. goodness! Yep. I thought I was already set up for failure. Nope. I was like, no wonder you picked this guy for me. Nope, you're good, buddy. I have a blue cape. I have a cool set of silver armor. Long flowing black hair. Yep. Not so sure about that. I don't want long hair in battle. <laughs> People are gonna grab it. It's it's the look of the time. I got a, a you call it a great sword. Yep. It's bent. It's plastic at the end. Is it supposed to be bent like that? It's not supposed to be (laughs) It's not supposed to be bent like that. It's just a plastic model. So a great great used sword. Yep And I'm holding it with one hand. You told me great swords were dual wield weapons. Correct That's why you can't have a shield or anything. But I can still swing it with one hand. Yeah, fuck it That's What's this other hand doing? I don't know. It's just a model it's not like... It, it's, it's really going against the background <laughs> I had here on this. As you told me this was a great two-handed sword. Right. It's a bent, one-handed weapon. All right, let's rewind. Okay, let's rewind. I it. can see why it's a three out of 44. <laughs> three <laughs> things you've told me out of 44 have been correct about this. Put down the make-believe model. Can okay. I put them on the map? Yes, you can. Okay. All right, here you go. Let's right, rewind. Right in the middle of the road, Lord Criminate Crackers. Is so... Oh wow. little mic malfunction here. That's okay. Weird stuff gets touched. Stuff starts falling. Kind of right. like this set of sword. Uh, so Dungeons and Dragons, D and D, okay, um, came out in 1974. That's how long this this game has been around for. I thought, yeah, I knew it was old, but I, I was thinking like 80s. No, uh, so 80s is kind of when it got like, popular <laughs> is a decent term. Um, however, like in, in Netflix, uh, or I'm sorry, not in Netflix, but <laughs> in uh, Stranger Things, if you yep. watch that. And they're like, oh, you know, like it's, it's fucking like a Satan club and shit. That was actually like what people thought of D&D in the 80s. Why did it take them so long to start? I think because it kind of got more mainstream. Like, okay. It, it had, it's got a resurgence the last few years because of um, uh, Stranger Things. And people yeah. are like, okay, that's actually kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But then also like there's a lot of famous people that play. Um, like Eve or, uh, fuck, Sophia. What the hell's her name? From... Modern family, yeah. Her husband, Joe, whatever, like the soap star, shredded Jack Diesel, handsome fella. Uh uh, He's, like, massive into it. Really? Yeah. That's fun. And, and you know, now with podcasting and everything else, like, it gets out there to the masses and people see it more, and so it's just become become more mainstream. So Um, we're helping with that right now. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Big time. Yep. Well, I started playing D&D, shit, first time I played, it was probably, like, 15 years ago. Okay. Yeah, so probably, probably about 20, I dabbled. I dabbled here and there, and then recently I um,
1: <laughs> found so, out.
0: So, like, you dabbled in it. Was there, like, a time period where you just kind of stood out of the street, like, outside that one place in East Lansing, and you're just watching people play? And you're like, I don't know if I can get into this or not. Like, no, you fucker. Can I, Can I? you know? No, I dabbled in it's I had a couple playgroups from time to time. So I've been playing straight for 15 years, but from time to time, like, how did you get into it? Like, what got you into it? Uh, I think some guys that I was playing cards with, Magic the Gathering cards, um, they played. I'm like, actually, that's not true. That's that's the first time I like played played. But before that, Joey Meatball's cousin, um, I was hanging out with him, and he had played. He was in the Marines. Uh It's a big thing for uh, uh, to play in the military. Because you don't need a lot to play it. Yeah, I'm like, looking like right a here. A lot of the, the tabletop games that I play and shit, you need a ton of models and everything else. You don't even need these models that we have in front of you for D and D. It can be literally done with pencil, paper, and your mind. Okay. And dice. That that's it. Every Aren't day. you supposed to have like a big like card thing for being dungeon master? Yep. And I got those over there. Okay. I'm I didn't get those out to me right now. Would that uh, add to the effect? Well, I mean if you want to half ass this, that's fine. Okay. No, you don't have to get it. I don't like no, no, no. It's it's fine. Uh buddy, go grab me my my brown screen. You know which one it is. Putting our junior producer to work. <laughs> got, there you go. Yes. Yeah, he knew right where that was at. Thank you, sir. Alright, I will get this out for you. Good. Oh, look and, at that. And you can describe this to the audience. It even sounds like it's so classic. This, this is called a dungeon master's screen. Okay. Okay. I got a roll for initiative. Yep. So, so this is the dragon. It says, uh, roll for initiative, and basically it's a screen, so you can't see what's behind it. Alright, so this is, like, where I would have the monsters that you're gonna fight. This is where I'd have a map of the dungeon that you don't know yet. This will all make my rolls, because you're not supposed to see my rolls. You don't know, know if I succeed on stuff or not. Okay. Um, unless I tell you. That's kind of cheaty. No. So, the dungeon master... <laughs> we're getting ahead of ourselves here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Dungeons and Fucking Dragons came out back in the 70s, and like yep. I just said, um, with pencil, paper books in your mind like mm-hmm. that's how the game's meant to be played okay or that's how the game originally was played now with, with everything else the models have come out i'm a visual guy mm-hmm. i can't just do it by like, like i couldn't just talk about a battle okay saying hey i'm gonna charge up to this dragon <laughs> and i'm gonna swing out with my sword if i don't have something on like the like a map showing like where my character is going i have a very hard time visualizing or mentally like like imagining that yeah and that's why like a lot of people didn't like dungeons and dragons because it was such a mental game and with video games and everything else like you want to see shit. yeah so they've really 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 done a good job of now of getting out models getting out terrain like on that shelf over there that's all like like Dungeon tiles, dungeon like this accessories. Stuff? Yeah, there's a torture chamber room that I can oh, I can goodness. set up. Like, there's there's a ton of different things now that you can actually see, and it really makes the game kind of more accessible for people. So you have like a Fifty Shades of Grey room, <laughs> but with. <laughs> Dino or dragons. As almost said dinosaurs. I guess it's the same thing. <laughs> something like that. So Dungeons & Dragons is meant to be played with a group. All right. You okay. have your dungeon master. Yep. Who that's who I'm going to be today. And in my play group, that's what I'm currently in. Is I'm that where Dungeon be. Daddy gets his name? That's where Dungeon Daddy got his name, yeah. Okay. Is so, that what you guys have to call him? <laughs> I still call him it, even though he's not doing the, the DMing anymore. Okay. Um. But, no, he he was playing... And I'm like, oh, man, I haven't played D&D in like, a long time. I, I really enjoyed it when I did play. And my wife was like, actually, I've kind of always wanted to play. And then our other neighbor is like, actually, I wanted to play. So then we found a couple more people in the neighborhood. So that's how we set up our little our little neighborhood group here to play. It nice. just kind of happened. Okay. But Dungeons & Dragons is meant to have uh, a DM who's basically a referee, mm-hmm. um, a, a storyteller. He kind of narrates the story. Kind of like then, a dungeon the, moderator, if you will. Yeah, it really yeah. is a moderator then he also controls the actions of the bad guys that you're gonna fight the monsters okay. that you're gonna that you're gonna fight the fucking all that kind of stuff um but the, the best way to look at it, though is a narrator and a referee god uh, like i yeah i'm gonna control these goblins but i'm not here to kill you that's not my purpose okay all right, i'm gonna roll the goblins dice and i'm gonna make decisions yeah. for the goblins mm-hmm. but i'm not here to to to, to kill you you are trying to complete a quest, uh-huh. whatever that quest may be. There's a ton of books over there, so you can have like pre-made quests. Um, you can make quests yourself. Your dungeon master can make quests, can make his own world. Ooh. Like everything that the the, the world of D and D, it's very loose. Like yeah, you have a rule set and you have this picture, but you can do whatever the fuck you want to that picture. Okay, and that's what I like about it. I bet you a dollar. That's why it's so popular, is because you're not like so constrained. Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, yeah, do whatever like, like jay, jay was telling us during the break here that you know he he wanted me he wants to care he wants to make a character that i'm going to put in my campaign I said sure no problem at all so, I'll, do. so he can make a character and i can find a way to insert him in, into the campaign that's fun um so the way we're doing it it's kind of a hybrid so it's a set campaign but i'm putting my own twists on it i'm putting my own people in it i'm as tying the DM. In people's as the dm uh, okay. and tying people's background in um into it so that's kind of D in a nutshell um is yeah, you just you're with a group of friends telling a story, role playing a story, um, and you don't even have to be like that big into role playing. It doesn't have to be you fucking dress up. Uh, it doesn't have to be you talk with an accent. Don't have to, but can you absolutely can if you <laughs> want to? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, you can just you can even like like third. You don't have to even talk for that person. You can third person talk like hey. I am going to go up there and swing my sword, not... That's first person. I take... Oh, yeah, whatever. Not, no, I'm saying, like... Lord Criminate Cracker shall advance with the <laughs> yes, sword. Yes, yes. And strike down his foe! Like, <laughs> you don't have to do that kind of shit the if you The bent sword to. caught his cloak and long <laughs> hair that he shouldn't have in battle. <laughs> so the, the first thing that you do, though, is you make a character. All right? Well, oh, look at this. This is a character sheet. Man, um, how many of these do you have? A ton but these uh so your character sheet it's got uh you know your character name your class and level and that's <coughs> the only thing there's a bunch of different classes in D D. okay you can be a wizard you can be a fighter you can be a barbarian um there's a you ton know? of different races you can be a gnome you can be an elf you can be a human nice there's different backgrounds you can be a criminal you can be a folk hero so like, all those things will have give you different bonuses or abilities or weaknesses okay okay according to this i'm a human fighter you are a human fighter and what's your background? Uh, my parents lived in the prosperous village of Thundertree. All right. My personal goal is to drive off the dragon, and my alignment is lawful good. Perfect. That's pretty waffle. on par. So that's another thing. Um, you know, there's personality traits, ideals, bonds, and flaws... That's one of those things that's kind of optional in this game. Like you can just make up and play your character however you want. You can be your you yourself in the real world, That'd be. or you can have a personal trait or an ideal that kind of helps you roleplay your character. Okay. So that is just kind of it's it's a way it's a guide for your character. Like if you're a lawful good character, you're not just gonna go slit somebody's throat for no reason. Yeah, unless they have it coming. Right? But, what is that neutral it, good no no if it's a fucking bad guy and you're in battle yeah but you can still be lawful good but okay if someone is is injured unarmed and surrendering you're more than likely not going to come up there yeah. and just cut their head off
1: more but, than likely
0: a hero slays monsters clears ruins and protects the innocent yep there Look you at go that Uh, I'll do that. And then over on the left side here, um, you have a bunch of different stats in this game. There's strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. Those all have varying effects on the game. Now, I do believe in the constitution. So I'm glad I've got this. Yep, yep. And you should have a decent constitution. It's plus two. I assume my second amendment. (laughs) So I'm going to ditch this sword and I would like an AR-15. Constitution is, is your health. Oh. Yep. So you are a pretty hardy person as a fighter. So plus two, and then it's got a fifteen under it. Does yep. that mean I have a health of fifteen? No, that's what your score is, and your score gives you an ability modifier, which is the plus two. Oh my goodness. Alright. All the rest of the sheet, like we're not gonna really pay attention to much of the sheet other than a couple things for when we when we go to battle here. Okay. Um if you look kinda Okay, if you look right here, um, kinda in the middle, this little shield thing up near the top says armor yep. class. Fourteen. That's how hard or easy you are to hit. Mm, What's that out of? Uh, So everything in the game, for the most part, when you roll, is on a D20. D20 (coughs) means 20-sided dice. I think you've told me that before. Yeah. So pretty much everything you're going to roll this for, except for like a couple things like damage. Your damage will be on a smaller number based on the weapon that you use. Uh. But every main thing you roll for is on this D20. Okay. So What about a D12? A D twelve is for usually damage or hit points. Okay. They're a, a way to generate hit points. Uh um, I can get my purple pills. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's the issue there. No, good good job, Eminem. Yee. Um so your armor class, if it's a if it's a fifteen, I'm gonna need to beat a fifteen to hit you. Okay. Okay. But there's bonuses to hit and everything else, and that's when these stats come into play. So blackjack rules. Yes. You gotta have a better number than me. gotta have a better number than you. Okay. So then if you go down to Oh, about middle half, middle of the page, halfway down where it says uh, Greatsword. Greatsword, longbow. longbow. <laughs> Those are your weapons. All right. Okay. So next to there, you have an attack bonus, and that's calculated a certain way. Plus four. So when you, every time you roll this die to hit me, yep, you're going to add that number to it. Oh, I didn't know there's maths involved. It's very easy math. It'll be like a fourteen plus four equals eighteen. Do you beat my AC? Yes, you do. You hit me. That was really quick. Very easy. Oh, hold on. We got we got to add on our YouTube. I am excited. There we go. With that. All right. The Rave Cave, we just entered. <laughs> Lord Criminy Crackers. And then to the right of that, there's a damage. Yep. And this is when it's a different than a D20 dice. So it should be like 2D6, 2D8, something like that. 2D6 plus 2 slash. There you go. So that would be your damage if you hit me. Would I have a higher number if my sword wasn't bent? <laughs> <laughs> might have a plus 3 instead of a plus 2. Oh, uh And then underneath your armor class, you'll have hit points. I gave you a couple extra hit points since you're uh-huh. a level 1 character. Okay. Um, Is that why I have an 18 handwritten? Yes. Instead of 12. Okay. Because I'm fighting you with like three dudes. What? It's the goblins. You should be fine. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like there's a setup here. There's not. There's not. The only other thing you need to know is uh, next to your armor class is your initiative. Oh, yeah. Plus three? That's like the most famous saying in D&D is roll for initiative. So, you'll be, uh, let's say I'll, I'll paint a scene And to say, um, you know, you and your party, you're you're traveling down a dark uh, hallway. All right. You can see a very dim light at the end of it. You don't really know what's going on um, or you don't really know where you're at. You're reaching and feeling. Mm. Suddenly your hand goes from touching cold stone to to something kind of slimy and sticky. Oh, roll for initiative. That means like, oh, shit, something's happened. Something's jumping out. We found something. Okay. Your initiative is the order that you fight. I had you up till there. The order that you fight. So you have a party of, say, four or five people. Oh, and so so okay. if I roll a three, I'm the third person to fight? No, if you roll a three, you compare scores with everybody else. But you add that. So again, everything's based off a d20 roll. So you would roll a d20 and got a 15. That's your bonus. 18. So 18 would be your number. And then you'd compare it to everybody else's, and that's the order. Oh, highest or okay. Yep. So if somebody had a 20, yep. I would go after them or before? You'd go after them. Okay, so the higher numbers, the better. The higher the better. numbers, the better. Is it like that across the board? Across the board. So they did something that makes sense in this game. Yes. Okay, yes. thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I was worried we weren't going to get to it, but we found it. Uh, if you ever roll a 20 on a d20, it's called a critical success. Oh, um, c- so you crit? A crit, if yes. you will. So if you roll a 20 on the initiative, you would get a bonus round. If you roll a 20 on your hit, you would get extra damage. Mm-hmm. Um, if you roll a 20 on any roll, it's an automatic pass. So sometimes you might need, like, a 22. Oh, jeez. So you need, like, if you're a plus 4, you need an 18, 19, or 20 with your plus 4 to get it. But if you just get the flat 20, which it's yep. automatic success. Okay. Conversely, if you get a 1, bad shit happens. That's a critical failure. Ooh. So, like... A it, crit fat. A, a crit fat, if <laughs> you will. <laughs> okay. So let's say if you were swinging your sword... Right, and you roll the one for your attack roll. Mm-hmm. I would, as the DM, I would say something like, "Your sword breaks. You, are, you drop your sword. You are now unarmed." It's already fucking bent. What works? <laughs> Maybe I do ditch it and I grab this longbow because it's a plus seven. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. am I not using that? I don't fucking know. I, whoever I, this is a pre-made sheet. I didn't do it. They made your fighter like a ranger, and somehow the bow is the best. Then whatever, it doesn't matter because goblins are going to be running at you here in a minute. Okay. Uh, so that's the gist of D and D. Combat's a big part of it, but role playing's also a big part of it. Um exploring's a big part of it. There's there's puzzles that can be a big part of it. So it kinda it, it's what you wanna make it. Um Can I write my name in here? You certainly uh, can. I've already marked it up. Yep. Uh side note while you're writing that is we just saw the D and D movie on Sunday. And it's fucking fantastic. So Is e- that um it's got Chris Pine in it, right? Yeah, Chris Pine, Michelle yes. Rodriguez. I like him um, very. Yeah, he I, he's very similar to what he is in Star Trek. So it's kind of a comedy, but it's action. You don't have to be a D and D fan um, to watch it, but I think if you watched it, like the game or the movie, it's almost like you're going on a quest, which I thought was a, a very good way to do the movie. It's I mean they, they they go on multiple quests. It's pretty cool. That's fun. Um, but I think it would probably pique people's interest if they don't know what D and D is. So what you're saying is I should have watched this before tonight's show. Oh, would you? We're gonna go to the theater and watch D&D. What What if we did and brought the microphones (laughs) and got all set up? Bootlegged it. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna set up a a little a little mission here or not a mission but a little encounter here. So for I'm gonna flip this map just so it's easier for both of us to reach. For everybody at home that doesn't have the official video stream. Patreon level four. I am currently <laughs> writing my name, Lord Criminy Crackers, but I'm doing it, and Ryan will judge me here. Well, while you do that, how about I paint a little picture here? Does that look? Oh, that looks. That's fantastic. D&D. Yeah, that's very D&D uh, uh, lettering. I'll take a picture of it for the socials. All right. Yeah, well, you should, and make sure you get the model <laughs> on there too. So let me let me paint a little scene here. I'm listening. All right, Lord Crimney Crackers, you have been tasked with delivering a message to the Lords of Waterdeep. And I'm I'm in Thunder Tree right now, right? Sure, you can be in Thunder Tree. How would you know Thunder Tree? It says on the map. Yeah. Oh, the water. <laughs> I'm like, that's a real place. How the fuck do you know Thunder Tree? <laughs> yeah, it says it says right here. I'm from Thunder Tree, and and in my bond. One day, Thundertree will be a prosperous town again. A statue of me will stand in the town square. Perfect. If it's this model, that's my... St- I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> that's, say, that Mason did a shit job yeah. on that sword. Let's, excuse me. All right. So you are tasked with delivering a letter to the Lords of Waterdeep uh, to try to get a trade agreement to bring Thundertree back to a prosperous level. You've been traveling for two days now. Uh, other than some uh, some stags and maybe a few rabbits the the trip has been uneventful you do know that there are raiding parties in this area Oof. however middle of the day this time of year they're generally uh, not of a concern what time of year is it in winter on my way to winter deep uh, let's go a, a newly thawed spring so they, still a little bit of snow outside they don't follow the Roman calendar <laughs> they do not it's not like <laughs> August of death. <diff>. No. <laughs> on your way, uh, roll a D twenty for me. So that's your bag of dice. Oh, I get a brand new bag of dice. You get a brand new bag of dice. Now, did they do that so that you didn't mess with it, like in the casino, how they like weigh the? <laughs> what if I can put the dice in the microwave to melt one side of it? Yeah. Did I... you know that's a thing? Like for real. Oh really? Oh yeah. You can you can uh, you heat up the dice just a little bit, and so like you put you know the high number on the bottom. And so it kind of melts and it gets or the low number on the bottom. I think is what it is. So it kind of melts just a smidge. Just like so it smidge. just gives you that little advantage. Yeah, it's just a little bit heavier, so more than likely it's going to land on that lower number, which is leaves like your six on the top. These fucking people, I know, man. So That's I need the, my D twenty. So you need your D twenty, Okay, So I'm gonna one, have you roll to a three, perception four, check. Five, six. That's not it. So one, two. It's the three, four, no. five. That's Are you it. really? Okay, it's the big one there this one no no like the smallest numbers on there because it has the most numbers on there one so two three th- throughout the four, game five six, are you really six. gonna count <laughs> so throughout the game um you can either say like i want to search for traps and i'd say okay roll a perception check all right okay but right now as you're walking i'm going to ask you to roll a perception check and, and perception is exactly <laughs> what it sounds like I'm, so i'm trying to see if you perceive something or not okay okay do i get the rolly box no or is this this, is, this, this is my special tray why do you get that? Because I'm a fucking dungeon daddy, that's why. Did you build that? No. <laughs> Looks really nice. Thank you. Whoops. <laughs> First fucking roll off the table, knocks his mic down. <laughs> All right, re- I'm new at this. Reroll that, buddy. Roll that again. Just throw it out in front of you. It's okay. I'm convinced of the significance of my destiny and blind to my <laughs> shortcomings and the risk of failure, oh, says my sheet. That sounds fucking rally. Oh, fuck! I did one number better. What'd you get? A four. All right. So if you look on your sheet where these little bubbles are, yep. One of them says perception. Do you have any bonus to that? Plus three. wis. Okay. So you end up rolling a seven. Is that wisdom? Wisdom. Oh. That's saying that's what uh, what stat you use for your perception check. So I am I'm gonna say you did not. But if I have a plus one in wisdom, can I add that too? The, the your bonuses are already included in there. <laughs> That's why is the bubble filled in because that means you have uh, uh proficiency in it oh so it means you get a bigger bonus to that than you would of something else okay um so i i was if you rolled a 10 or higher i was gonna say okay you notice the goblins and i was gonna let you go first okay, okay? but now i'm just gonna simply say roll for initiative but i am really far away from them here correct okay god don't forget to Did add you your bonus. melt this dice no. I got you roll? four again. All right. Well, they they rolled a 16. Okay. So they're going to go first. Of course they are. So uh, as you walk down this path, uh, you now... <laughs> no, don't move. You don't want to move any closer to me. <laughs> there you go. So as you walk down this path, three goblins happen to be coming down the path as well. Okay. Uh, they're carrying some trinkets mm. and, uh, and some rations. It looks like they just had already raided someone. Are they willing to trade? Okay. They are not. They see you, oh. they, they drop their items, and they begin to charge. Now, according to this, I stand up to bullies. Good. So they sound like bullies to yep. me. So how do I Little attack? fucking goblin bullies. So... Uh, let, me they, get, let me get them. Well, I, I'm going first. Okay. Or they're going first, I should say. All right? So I'm going to look at their speed, and they move 30 feet. Each one of these squares in this map constitutes 5 feet. More of the maths? It's not... I mean, it's not really math. So what's your speed? If you look up by your armor class... Then you have, 30 feet Okay so that means You can basically move Six squares Okay So you're already doing math On me It's not math It's fives so It's fucking You learn this in like Second grade Jay could probably do this where do he go <laughs> <laughs> um, So when you attack With your sword You have a five foot range So basically you can Only hit the squares Around you Okay Your longbow though Yep Has like a 120 foot range Okay So th- that's a bunch of squares I can shoot my longbow 150 feet Yep so that's how many squares? Yeah, five feet of square. <laughs> five, ten, fifteen, thirty, twenty. 20 <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> you don't have enough thumbs. Or you don't have enough fingers. I probably 30 squares. Oh, so basically nice. you can hit everything here. Okay? Oh, so hell yeah. So they, they're all going to move up on you though. One, two, three, four, five, six. So they are advancing. Now is that, does that formation necessitate any attention or is that just how you put them? That's just how I put them. Okay. Um, But you get two actions a turn. Okay. Okay. So you can either move attack and that's really all we're going to do this game. Can I heal? Uh, You're a fighter <laughs> you actually can as a bonus action you can heal a d10 Ooh. plus your fighter level which is only a 1. So yes you can heal. So I would throw this 10. Yep. Who's, and that? Then- Who's that lady? I don't know. Get out of here. we fighting. This feels like an hour and a half long. I don't know why the fuck there's... So they gotta make their money off us. Also, this music isn't as good as I thought it was gonna be. We need to get some... Oh, combat playlist. Here we go. So I put some Skyrim on. Now we're gonna get some Husk spicy rah. music. Can I dragon shout these guys? You cannot dragon shout them. All right. So, that's their first first action. Okay. okay. Can I get another one? Second action. There's one guy with a short bow, And he's gonna fucking shoot at you. Okay. Golly. If I had a shield... Oh. And I crit you. Is that a 20? It's a 20. What the heck? <laughs> Boy, I can see the fun in this game. This game's rigged. All right. So he's going to do... That's yeah, nice. hard, No, right? no, I'm going to make it nicer. Uh, he'll do eight <laughs> damage to you. Would you crit me again? No. Well, do eight damage. Okay. So you see an 18. So bring that down to 10. You'll be getting your second win here sooner rather than later. Okay. All right. And then the other goblins will use their second action to move, which is called the dash move. <coughs> Excuse me. This right. battle is, the dust is getting in my throat. It is now your turn. Okay. Do I roll a d20? Well, so now you have a decision to make. Okay. Do you want to stand there and shoot your longbow? Do you want to charge at them and attack? Flee. Flee's not a choice. You stand up to bullies, remember? Well, fleeing I mean, is a choice in the game, but not in this scenario. You can find a place to hide, rest, or recuperate among other commoners. So I want to go find a group of commoners. No, there's no commoners right in the here. middle of no, them. There's no commoners Protect me from these need. goblins. I want to fight. All right, so you want to charge them? You want to shoot them? I want to shoot them with my long bow. Okay, so you can pull out your long bow. Who you want to shoot? um I want to shoot this asshole with the bow. You want to shoot the asshole with the bow? Yeah. All right, fire away. You're a plus seven. Plus seven? Yep, because that's what says on your sheet there. And I roll my d20. Roll d20. Add seven to it. What's seven plus eight? Fifteen. All right, so you hit. Bing. Uh, And now, what's the damage on your longbow? Should be right next to it. One d8 plus three piercing. Perfect. So you're going to roll a d8 there, which is kind of like the pyramid looking die. This one? Nope. That's a d12. This Uh, one? This this is the one with the seven showing up. This one? Yep. So you roll that, and you add three to it. I'd call that a diamond. (laughs) four four plus three equals seven yep Uh, your arrow lands firmly in his chest Ah! you hear the uh, just a grunting goblin ah, noise and it falls (laughs) to the ground cool dead look at that look at that i did it now you still can move would you like to move yes okay i don't know where you're gonna get off the x you can charge at him i mean that's kind of what i want to do can i use this for cover like, is this a 3D map? Yeah, yeah, we'll make it 3D map. All right. Yeah, so if you're if you're behind a stone, they got to come like around you. Yep. Okay, yeah, let's bottleneck these All idiots right. so you can move to thirty feet. You said yes. Okay, so you can move six squares. You don't need to roll for that. Okay, one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, up to six. You don't have to move six. Oh. I'm going to go right here. There you go. So they got to come around the corner. All right. So Mike has moved off the road now, and he is now taking cover behind the stones, which was a fantastic move, because now the goblins won't be able to double team you. Yeah. Mm. (laughs) Don't want that. (laughs) Don't want any DP action. No, no. All right. So uh, the initiative order stays the same when you're in combat. initiative order stays the same okay when you're out of combat if a new combat like you kill these guys and a new wave would come you'd re-roll initiative but for right now that initiative stays got it also each turn is considered to take six seconds okay so 10 turns constitutes one minute in real life okay okay it won't matter at all for this game, but I did just want to say that because some spells or other things like will have like uh, this lasts for one minute. Okay. And that takes six turns. So even though you're taking a turn, it's just remember like it's kind of live. It's just yeah, it, it helps you think a little bit. So your goblins took three turns and I took one. They turn? They all acted at one time basically. So we're twelve seconds into this. Yes, so it's been twelve seconds. 12, I got 12, charged at. Yeah, I killed the dude and, and he, I took cover behind a rock. And you got stuck with an arrow. We're flying here, though. Yeah. Uh, Can all right. I pull the arrow out? Nah, I'd sleep it in. Okay. you okay. All right. So they are going to continue their charge. One, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, man. He so got one close. goblin will be able to make it, and the other one is just peeking around the corner and cannot reach you. Okay. Uh So that goblin, he is going to pull out his, what's he got? Oh, he's got a little scimitar. Okay. A horseman? Oh, <laughs> that's a centaur. Oh. <laughs> Cimitar, hold on this is Cimitar getting like fucking like fair like a curved sword okay alright I have one of those uh, but he mine rolls, was supposed to be he rolls a 14 which I think meets your armor class or are you a 14? 15 so it meets so meets hits okay Okay. but does it deflect because it's even no ping and you're gonna take 5 damage oh shit so I gotta take 5 off of this yep okay alright uh, that is their turn. Okay. Okay. So it is your turn now. And remember, as a bonus action, the fighters, they have a second wind, which can let you heal 1d10, and it doesn't affect your other actions, so you'd still be able to attack and move. Well, I got to do that, obviously. I, th- I think you do. I have a limited... <coughs> Excuse me. Oh, look. Okay. Is this my d10? Uh, oh, yep. Big circle-looking that. thing. This one goes up to 11. Oh, that's a d12. So the one next to it. This one? Yep. Okay. So I can roll this to see how much health I get back? Yep. And is there a bonus? Uh, your fighter level, which is going to be a one. Nice. So I so that... rolled a nine. A nine. So ten. plus one. Ten. Very so I get good. ten back. Yep. Look at me. So I got 15? Yep. Yeah, so you had lost 13 hit points. You were down to 5 hit points. Now you've just regained 10 of them. I'm feeling good again. Now you're back in the fight. I'm feeling good again. Why don't All you right. smash that little fucking goblin in front of you? I will. I want to swing my greatsword. Okay, so you're going to... Do I d20 it? You're going to d20 it? Or do I d6 because it says 2d6. That's the damage if you hit. Oh. So you need to try to hit me first. Got it. So you should have a bonus to hit there of something, probably 4 or 5. Yes. Okay. So you're gonna roll d20 and add that number. Five plus four is nine. Oh, you are too tall for the goblin, and the sword swings over the goblin's head. I didn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> not much of a fighter, am I? Not much, Lord Criminy Crackers. Not much of a fighter you are. However, however, you are inspired, which I can throw out inspiration as I see fit. Okay. To let people re-roll a die. Okay. But right now, you are infuriated. Yes. These goblins are attacking you. You're reading my face, right? Yes. Absolutely just infuriated. These goblins had the nerve to stop you on your important mission to Waterdeep. So you swing again at this little fucker. See, that's why you're a better DM. Because I would have said, you swing the sword hard over his head, lose your footing, (laughs) fall on the goblin (laughs) for a D7 damage. D7. And and the other goblin runs away. (laughs) Alright, rolling again. Eight. Alright, so plus 4. 12. Still does not hit. <laughs> Did I swing higher? Is Lord Kermitikrans uh, uh, a I think now out of frustration you try to fucking hit him. <coughs> and now uh, in retaliation, this little gabo is going to try to stick you. Uh, however, he's going to roll a 2. And your armor deflects his blow. Ping. Ping, just like that. I like it. The other little goblin now will move around and will trap you in the corner there. Like this? Uh yep, and he's gonna poke at you as well. That fucking armor you have, you yeah. better thank the armor smith. Yeah. It's just deflecting their shots. Yeah. Left and right. Awesome. So now it has been twenty four seconds in this fight. Okay. Okay. Now it's back to your turn. I got it from my favorite armor smith, Sir Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> can I run can I get out of here because these idiots are standing here? No, at this point you're, you're pinned in there. I'm pinned in there. Yep. You just to swing away. Okay. So here I go. Mm-hmm. Swing. 11. Oh, there you go. Now with your bonus. 15. So you hit. Ping. So you, you, you smash that little fucker. And go ahead and roll 2d6 now. There's an extra d6 for you. 2d6. Yep. This is my other d6. Yep. 5, 6, 7, 8. Excellent. <laughs> and then you get a bonus to that as well. This 4? Uh, No, It's it should be this nice. This one? Yep. 2d6 plus 2 slashing. So you get 2 plus 2 bonus. So yeah, you, uh, you rolled an 8, so you did 10, 10 damage to it. You lopped his fucking head clean off. Ah, yes. yeah. So that guy is dead. So I went over his head, and then I compensated by just taking it off. Yes. Uh, this next goblin, this last goblin here, he just saw what happened to his friend, and he's going to try to poke you. Ooh. He rolls enough to hit you. And so he is going to do... Six damage to you. What a little cock. Mm-hmm. All right. So 15 minus six? Yep. Nine. Nine? <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> you look puzzled. No, I just had to think about it. <laughs> so I got a nine. Yep. Okay. And then it's your turn again. So how many times do I get to do the second win? Just once. <laughs> okay. Uh, then you'll have a, a rest at some point, but that's not happening. Do right I build now. my stamina? Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna swing at him. Okay, a 13. Excellent. With your bonus, you will hit 17. So 2d6 plus your two again. Fuck. I need a d6. Oh, you just throw it back to me. Yeah. So 2d6, 2d6 plus two. Three five. Plus two, that, seven. No. Three plus two is five. Oh Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you lopped off his arm. <laughs> He's still alive, (laughs) though. Tis but a scratch. Tis but a scratch. Okay. Uh, After losing his arm and seeing two of his friends fall, this goblin tries to run away. Okay. Okay. Because he's next to you and he's trying to run away, he invokes what's called an attack of opportunity. Oh. So you get to swing at him. Yep. And if successful, you'll hit him and he'll probably die. Okay. So he has two hit points left. Can I just like longbow him? While he's running away? Or you, you could just, yep, yeah, as he runs away, you could let him run away and try to hit him with the longbow. That's, you can absolutely do that, too. All right. I'll allow it. Man, what should I do? Do the longbow, because it's plus seven to hit. So yeah. you let him run away, and as he's leaving <laughs> your area, you pull out your bow. Yep. And you're going to try to shoot him right in the fucking back before he gets to his little homies. With an eight. Fifteen, that'll hit. Ping. That's their armor class. Got it. So you stick him right in the back of an arrow, roll your damage. That's this one. And it's one D eight, right? Or it's D eight. According to this, yes. Yeah. Is this my eight? Yep. No. no, that's ten. That's got a nine in. Remember, it's the pyramid or the <sighs> diamond, diamond, as you say. A three. Excellent. He only had two. Oh yeah, yeah two. Ah. You stick him in the back, and he falls <laughs> dead where he stands. What a tool! And that's it. That's it. You fucking slaughtered three goblins. Fuck yeah! You Look then at go that. recover the the trinkets and the Whoa. rations that they had stolen already. What I get. Mm, it's a fucking pair of socks and a fast twitch and, <laughs> and a cool blue fast twitch yeah lord criminy crackers look at you <laughs> criminy crackers that's so fucking good oh but that's that's D in a nutshell right there man um obviously you fight a lot harder shit but even like little goblins like if you fight enough of them they can be hard um but oh, the, there's three of them yeah. and just one of you the big stuff is, is a lot of fun. Uh, it can be really challenging. Is that that stuff over there? Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of big stuff over there. There's a dra- <laughs> young black dragon on top of the uh, the stand there next to those boxes. Okay. But, you know, like I said, you play with a group. And so your group, you try to have, if you ever played World of Warcraft or really any, like, group online game, it doesn't have to be, like, fantasy. You I have, do, like, EVE Online, yeah, which like, is space, like, but, I mean, it's the same thing. But, like, you have a tank. You have a healer. You have damage dealers, you know. You have druids, which are kind of utility and can do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Um, so D and D follows that same thing. Um, you can play; your group can be whoever you could have. Fucking five fighters if you wanted to, but if you have that balance, it's just kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and then you have the different, you know, personalities and and different strengths and stuff like that. So I love D and D; it's a fucking blast. Yeah. Um, plus, you know, the social aspect of it too. That Get was together. Fun. Have some drinks. Have some. I would feel stupid because i'm not good at math (laughs) and and you're clearly way faster at it than i was but i play so i'm used to like the small numbers but it's not it's not hard math no it's just adding and subtracting it's just adding and subtracting but then also knowing like just once you get used to your bonuses you just know anytime i roll this it's going to be plus that yeah. And so, like, you are still trying to figure out, well, what's my plus and, and everything else. And so that, that'll take some time. Yeah. well, I can so see why you there. have these these fucking sheets. Oh, yeah. To help you remember all that yeah. stuff. There's a lot of stuff on there. And not all of it applies all the time. You know, there, there's only a few things on there that are pretty important. Um, like your armor class, you know, you're always going to use that every single battle, obviously. But all those little bonuses, the the, the circles, the the skills that you're proficient in, mm-hmm. you only use those occasionally. Okay. Like Under Armour or equipment here. There's like a bunch of blank spaces. Can you acquire new stuff while you're out and about? Uh, yeah, and that's also your uh, how much gold you have and stuff. Oh, so if you look at that, like CP is copper pieces, SP is silver pieces, um, gold oh, pieces and platinum pieces. I have no idea what the fuck EP is. But yeah, like this Ethereum, dude, maybe Do I have cryptocurrency. <laughs> no, <laughs> like this dude is a rogue, right? So he's got yep. a short sword. This this character sheet that I have. He's, uh short sword, short bow. Uh, 20 arrows, leather armor, thieves tools, backpack, bell, five candles, crowbar, hammer, and so on and so forth. Mm. You can kind of get really, really into that. Or you can kind of have, um, like the way we I, I run it and my, my buddy ran our last game, uh, like arrows. Yep. We're just going to assume you have enough. Yeah, because here it says I have 20 arrows. Yeah, like so I got to <laughs> keep track of that? Some people are strict, and yeah, you would have to keep track of that. No kidding. Yep. Um, yeah, so it just kind of depends, like, who you're playing with and what kind of game you're, you're you're going for uh i i think that this is about having fun and and i don't want to say simplified by any means um but that kind of shit just doesn't fucking matter yeah you know what i mean like if we're getting together a bunch of people that have kids for a couple hours a week we're not worried about that you run out of arrows yeah we're here to smite goblins yep. and dragons yep. not and, and hear a cool logistics story. So the this, this, this campaign that we're doing right now it's called um, it's, it's an actual book called Dungeon of the Mad Mage. Mm. I have tweaked that into fitting our group. And so I made, uh, I made a character in an organization called Shield, which is absolutely 110 percent based on uh, Shield. <laughs> From, from <laughs> like Marvel Shield Origins, yes, yes. <laughs> 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 Phil Colston instead of Phil Coulson, is the founder of Shield from millennia ago. Okay, and they are there to stop, uh, you know, extinction level events. Oh, right. so like, it's one hundred percent just stolen from the the Shield the show, which is one of my favorite shows. But it's fine because you can do that, and that's what's fun about this world is you can use shit as inspiration. Yeah, and so three out of our five characters are not from our. It, it's a multiverse, just like Marvel. They're okay. not from our realm. All right, there is a reason for that. So the, the mad mage, he has this, this massive underground dungeon that's like twenty three different levels. They're fucking huge. And but what he does is he summons shit from other planes to work as slaves in his uh, in his dungeons, mm. um, to protect his dungeons. And also he's kind of fucking crazy. Okay. And like he does this shit for entertainment. So that's the mad part. That's the mad part of the not mad mage. Upset. Not not he's, upset. He's, he's just crazy. He's like the Mad Hatter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Good disposition, just kind of nuts. And so, like, it's cool because that campaign gives you this overall theme, right? Mm-hmm. But then, because we have three people from another plane or another multiverse, um, one of who is basically a bounty hunter. Okay. And so, this guy that he was going after uh, in his backstory, I'm yeah. like, oh, perfect. He's from a different plane. I will put it add it into this story, and that he. Brought this god of war that this bounty hunter was after to our realm. Oh. The the Forgotten Realms. Um, So that's what brought him over. Amanda, my wife, she plays this person that's kind of in the dream world who's from a different plane. Boom brought her over because this guy's all fucking with your head and everything. Like so it, it's cool <laughs> because you can you can customize it as you see fit to make your group work. Right. Because you know, I don't I don't just like, oh, five strangers are at a tavern and you guys just started working together. Yeah. Like it doesn't make sense. So the shield called all of them, said, Hey, we have to stop this threat. This is why you're here, blah blah blah. Uh, Avengers assemble. They, fucking exactly right. Yes. Ah. Uh, yep. That's just fun. Yeah. So D D's cool. If you can get over the the nerd yeah. aspect of it—it's really not that nerdy. It's just a social thing to play. I was quick to point out that I've been playing a video game called Stardew Valley. <laughs> <laughs> nerd shit. Fair. I am far past. Fair, fair. I'm nearly forty. I'm married. I'm not trying to impress anyone. Isn't it great though when you can it's just do that? Wonderful. You know, like like I'll use my wife again as an example. I think. She's never been into quote unquote nerdy type stuff. Uh-huh. And it's been fun to watch her actually like let loose and enjoy this kind of stuff and not feel like weird or like she's gonna get made fun of right. or anything like that. Like our group of people that we play with, you'd see all of us and maybe one guy you'd be like, Yeah, the dude's a fucking dork. Yeah. Everybody else, so like you would never think they were sitting down here playing Dungeons and Dragons smoking <laughs> weed and fucking drinking whiskey and shit. <laughs> yeah. But here they are smiting yep. whatever the hell. Yep, yep. No, I like it. And I I knew there was like stuff that went into it uh-huh. and like that you had to worry about. I don't know, with some of the shit on, like your intelligence and your strength and, that- <laughs> and again this I really I hope you do. I think we are going to put a picture on um on our Facebook. Yeah. This is intimidating when you first look at it. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff on here, right? But again, once you start playing and then you realize like you don't care about your wisdom score for 95% of the game, especially it's, as a fighter. Like, what's the reason for it? Like, what am I worried about here? What am I trying to be smart about? Well, the, the reason why there's, there's six different attributes is depending on your class, you're going to care about it. Okay. Like, as a fighter, you care about being strong, so your strength. You care about um, being nimble, so your dexterity, and you care about being um, having a lot of health, which is your constitution. Yep. Okay. If you are a wizard... You need a lot of fucking... Or a druid. You care about having a lot of wisdom because that's how you cast your spells. You don't care about strength because you're not fighting in hand-to-hand combat. Okay. If you're a sorcerer, they actually... They get their their magic not from their knowledge of knowing spells, but from their inner being and their charisma. And so charisma is their mm-hmm. big score. Okay. So you have these six scores, which as a fighter, not all of them matter to you. Only a few of them do. But then if you're a rogue, different ones do. And then if you're a wizard, different ones do. If you're a paladin, different ones do. So you can have um, what's called like a dump store score. So like if you roll, because you, you do these randomly, you roll four dice, you take away the lowest and the, the highest three, that's your score. You okay. do that six times, then you put your score in what thing you want. So let's say you have like an eight and you're a fighter. So eight's like a really low score. Anything below yeah. 10 is going to give you a negative modifier instead of a positive modifier. So if you're a fighter and you roll an eight, put in intelligence and it makes sense. You're just this big fucking dumbass oof or oaf, you know. Like you're yeah, just like to mine's bash a heads and negative one charisma. Yeah, oh, you're like you're not charismatic. Yep, you nobody are likes not, me. Nobody likes you, but yeah. they want you there for but, the fight. But I'm here to smash yep. with my plus two. <laughs> so like barbarians will have that a lot. Uh huh. You know they're just dumb fucking oafs. Yeah, <laughs> and that's perfect. So like Skyrim and Fallout, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff is clearly stolen from this, 100%. where you start with your this your points and that's a very good point. Every fucking RPG that you play originated from 1974 D&D. That's great. Every single one. And even like the one I'm looking forward to right now, Starfield, mm-hmm. surprisingly a space game that uh-huh. I'm interested in. They've included now a backstory that you choose and it affects yep. your character directly. So I'm looking at this and sure shit, I have yep. a fucking backstory yeah. all right here. Yep. And, you know, your, your background, your folk hero, and that's what gives you that, like, blend in with the commoners and shit, because people know the deeds you've done. You're fucking Robin Hood. Yeah. So, hell yeah, they're going to protect you from the fucking, from the law or the government. You they know? don't like talking to me, but they're happy with what <laughs> I've been doing. Yep, yep, exactly. Well, he's not charismatic, but he's all right. But, yeah, I mean, this this really is the, the foundation for what we know today from, from all games, whether it's a board game, whether it's a tabletop game, whether it's another RPG game, whether it's a video game. This is it, man. Mm. that's pretty cool i like it it's a little piece of history yeah or stuff that we're both interested in absolutely you obviously directly this me i like follow games and yeah but the and like i said there's there's a million ways to play this you can play this on these little this little maps that i have and you, you uh you can put dry erase marker on them mm-hmm. you can play with the tiles over there that i have um uh, Dungeon Daddy, our last session when we played, he was big on, it's called Owl Bear, which is a computer program. Okay. So all of this that you're seeing here is in a computer and we put it up on the TV screen there. Oh, really? And then just control it from either your phone or laptop or the iPad. Um, yeah. So you, you'd move your stuff around It have the grids on there and, and everything else. Oh, wow. So the, again, very cool because of all my tabletop shit, I like models. So that's yeah. why I go with model route versus the computer route. See, I kind of like the hands on. I, I agree. You me, know, me too. And what I noticed, too, when we were playing um, on the computer, and this isn't a bad thing because we don't have, like, one laptop, but, like, one person would end up moving for everybody. And, like, you say, hey, I want to go over there and do this. Well, I might not put you exactly what you're talking about. And then if you don't catch it, like, yeah, yeah. It just, it's nicer when you move your own shit. Right. You know, um, but you can play this, like, 100% online. People do that. Like, you have Discord for the talking, mm-hmm. and then you have Owlbear on your computer. Okay. So, you can play online with strangers that you've never met before. That's, that's a big thing. If anybody's interested in trying uh, Dungeons & Dragons, you can play online. You can find you go to Reddit. You can find groups looking for people. Um, pretty much all the game stores in the area. So, Evo, AFK, um, I know the Grand Ledge Book Exchange, and maybe even the Summit uh, Comic Book Store. Um, you can... Uh, They'll have, like, pickup groups or open games, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll have, like, new or starter D&D nights. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, there's... You'd be shocked, man. There's, there's a lot of people out there that play. It seems like, outside looking in, pretty welcoming community. Yeah. I'm sure you have the one or two people that are just chatches about it. Oh, but you'll they're to get that in any community. You'll have the fucking the oddest that play as well, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and that's fine. Yeah. If you go and you find a pickup game and the DM's a fucking douchebag... Just don't play. Yeah, you know, find a different one. Yeah, or if you go and a player is a douchebag, just understand that that player probably won't be there for very long, mm-hmm. and just just tolerate them. Is there uh, team kills? <laughs> so there is. Yeah, absolutely. You can fucking kill. I mean, it's a dick move. You can absolutely kill someone in your team. And when you're dead in this game, like you're dead. Yeah, I'm sure you can. You can. I think that <laughs> like, that would be kind of hilarious. Yeah. though. like for my Lord Criminy Crackers, if you're being a bully, I'd smite. Them. <laughs> <laughs> Fucketh on now, bully. Well, what, what, another thing that's that's pretty neat is that you can make a character, you can play in a campaign, um, you can put them in in your fucking folder, do something else, and then two years from now, grab your character and you can play them again. He comes back out. Yeah, it's it's totally transferable. So you know if you if you make a character at a store or, or at a friend's house that you're playing, and then you go with a new group of people to play with, bring your character with you. You don't okay. have to restart. Nice. Yeah. So you can have a guy or a gal or Work or whatever uh-huh. that you just carried through all kinds of nonsense with all kinds of groups of people. Yep, but we're here to rock and roll. Yep, a lot of a lot of stories with your made up character. Yeah, yeah, you gotta feed it like a tamagotchi. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is part of it. Like there is resting, and if you don't rest enough, you can get exhausted. Really? Um, again, the rations and and stuff. We don't play that. Okay. But by all means, that that is part of the game that you need to carry rations on you or have a, some way to get food, especially if you you know you're in a dungeon for a long time. Mm-hmm. Is you that why some I'm kind fighting of stags in? and rabbits? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's yeah, fun. I like that. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's D and D in a nutshell. Now your your World War Two tabletop games and stuff that you've got is mm-hmm. it pretty much this but just this this setting. without all the role-playing and all that bullshit okay you now know it's just and, straight and battle without the great it's just straight battle yeah. yeah and you know again depending on what you like you can tailor your D game to that you can just you can do basically just this with like no role-playing okay you can do just this without like puzzles or like trying to figure out quests is you just just go fucking smash through your way just through straight skirmish yep Call it good. Nice. Absolutely. I, I like a mix. I love the fighting, but I also love the story. Like, it has to make sense to yeah. me. Yeah. So you as a DM, do you have, like, an end, end part of the story? Like, yeah. Like, do you know where it's going to end? Yep. And you're just kind of leading people that direction? That's exactly it. Yep. Okay. And that perfect way to put it, you're just leading people. Yeah. That's all you're doing. Okay. And so this is my first time DMing. Um, I put a lot of work into a little notebook. Yeah. Just putting down all these these ideas that I have onto paper. And it's fun, like now um, introducing them. And like with, with Amanda, she doesn't want to know too much stuff because she wants to be surprised with everybody else. Makes sense. Absolutely. Shouldn't give her a heads up. It's no, so cheaty. No, so I have to ask her, like, all right, I'm not going to be like super. Uh, like, super descriptive about this, but I just got to run this by you real quick. And so I'll try to, like, give her as little details as possible. And like, does that sound fun? And she'll be like, yeah, it sounds awesome. Or, like, that go. sounds fucking dumb. Don't do that. Okay. Yeah. That's kind of nice to have bounce those ideas. Yep. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. yeah I like the map, too. Because I was talking with you the other, you know, month ago or something about map creation. and I got two huge maps over there as well okay oh that's so one is like the entire sword coast which is where this is taking place that's what that is rolled up over the, there? Bit, the tall one and then the smaller one is water deep which is where the the main city that we're going to be in um because the dungeons are underneath that city okay yeah yeah because i also see in here thunder tree obviously uh never winter yep never winter thunder tree now is that like sword iceland coast. <laughs> Where they named it to sound poopy, but it's actually super pretty. I don't know. I've never been there myself. Mount Hotnow H O T E N O W. Sure. Is it Hoten Houghton, Now? I don't know, but I would kill for some Hot Now right now. Oh, man. That I fucking love Hot Now. Fun. Can you get a Hot and Ready when you're in the dungeon? Do they <laughs> deliver? They might. <laughs> you just got to be near the entrance. They're not going to explore the dungeon looking for you. That's fine. I'll use my negative one charisma to talk <laughs> them into it. <laughs> yeah, cool yeah thank you hey you're welcome thank man. you for bringing me into this world I, I hope this opened your eyes a little bit and gave you more of a sense of what D actually is it it does i've yet to encounter a dungeon nor a dragon i don't know why this isn't rocks and goblins because those are the two biggest things in this whole game <laughs> that's fair or like bent sword adventures because your goblin had a curved sword, and I got a bent sword. I don't know what the hell's going on here. You know what, I You're right. We could have fought a dragon in a dungeon. I'm sorry to let you down. That's fine. My no. apologies. I did When I think dungeons and dragons, I think an open field with a dirt road, a <laughs> couple of rocks, and some goblins that <laughs> dropped a trinket that you referred to as a sock. But but again, dude, that's the beauty of this game is there's everything imaginable. Um, the One of the newer... They're, they're called like sets, like basically new books, like new realms to, to fucking explore and have campaigns and shit. Mm-hmm. It's called Spelljammer. Okay. Is it like the Windjammer? It is like the Windjammer. Fucking you are floating around at the astral planes of space in boats fighting each other and exploring fucking multiverse to multiverse, dude. Huh. On these floating wooden boats that fly through space. Would you say that D&D has jumped the shark at this point? Yes. Okay. Because sure. that that's too much for me. Okay. I I love this. I love the fantasy setting. Yeah. I will not. Pl- I, I I can't do it. I no. don't want to fly a wooden boat through space. That's just fucking weird for me. Because that map is just going to be weird. <laughs> There's no up, down, left, right. There's yeah, no you're, like, dimension multiversing. to it. Like yep. you got to hang shit from the ceiling with rope and like <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on <laughs> at that point. Like I'm totally fine with like going to different universes and different planes and different planets and shit. But they have like portals for that. Yeah. So just go in the portals. You- you don't need nah. the fucking. We can Rick and Morty our way around. <laughs> I don't yeah, need a, give a portal boat. gun. I don't yeah. need a flying fucking Viking ship. Yeah, can I be like Mario Galaxy and have a planet the shape of my head that I drive around <laughs> while on adventuring? Sure. Okay. As long as you have your flowing black locks, like uh, or black hair, like your Criminy Mick Crackers, fucking guy. Criminy Mick Crackers. that was your Not name? Fucking Scottish. What's your name? Lord Criminy Crackers. Criminy Crackers. Sorry, that was pretty close. <laughs> Yeah, well, if anybody has any questions about D&D or has any D&D experiences, or I would love to know if any of our listeners play D&D. Yeah. Shoot us an email. Yeah. Just at me, at Mike, (laughs) I will answer all your D&D questions (laughs) with a whole lot of, I don't know. Hey, you can keep those dice, too, if you'd like. (gasps) Yes. No math questions, though. There you go. So what's this one? So you got a D4. Triangle of Empathy. Yep. So that's a D4. Four results. Hey, you rolled a four. Good job. It doesn't roll really well. Yeah, it does. There you go. Not really supposed to roll. It's only four options. Oh, I see. They're all the same around. Yeah. So it just depends on what point's up. Uh, Then you have D6, (laughs) which is just a normal die. Six-sided die. Then you have a D8, which is the pyramid (coughs) or diamond, whatever you want to consider it. This one? Diamond? Yep. So that's a D8. And then you have two D10s. These little marble boys? Yep. The reason you have two D10s is... uh, Nope. That's a D12 there. Yeah, because a 12 just came up. I don't have a D10. Don't I don't got ripped D10? off. All right. I'll show you. These. So you have a D10, which is one through zero on it, and zero is 10. And then that one that I just tossed you, it's the same thing, but it's like, instead of seven, it has 70. Instead I of see eight, that. it has 80. Holy smokes. And so that's because there are D100 rolls that you need to make. And so you would roll both of those at the same time. So that one would be what tens you're in, and the other one would be what. So I got zero, zero on that roll. That's fucking, that's good. Really? Yeah. I thought the higher number was better. No. You've, oh, is that 100? I don't know. No, it shouldn't be. <laughs> no, 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 it's not. 10 is 100. Yeah, no. so I got zero. Yeah, so now whatever you rolled with that one. Okay. With your blue die. Which one? You'd be single digits. So roll you roll your D10 that you have. Is that this one? Yes eight so that zero is an eight it doesn't seem good it's not good out of a hundred yeah it's not eight good. seems terrible it seems bad it's like a three out of 44 or like one in a hundred might be really good and like the closer you get to the middle is like the normal shit or bad shit. just depends whatever you're rolling huh. there's different charts and, and stuff when you roll d100s usually is that what's in your uh your... Your Book of Infinity there? Uh, or, or not that one. Initiative? But there's a Dungeon Master's Guide over there. And that's what that would be in. So anyway, those are D10s. Then you now have, what? Then you have a D12, which is the one you rolled the 12 on again, by the way. Or no? Now you rolled a 5. It. And then a D20. So you have, what's that, like seven different kind of dice? Yeah. Did you say they have like really, really big ones of these? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get, like, large ones. I have some very, very small ones, too. Mm. They're, like, a fraction. So they're tiny, teeny little dice. They're cool. They're fun. What would you do that with? Oh, yeah, I'll show you. They're fucking fun. I feel like just having, like, a comically large... Like, you got to pull it out of a bowling bag (laughs) for each individual one. So you roll up with six fucking bowling bags. Well, seven, because I got this extra one that you gave me. So Ryan is over... Do you even have, like, a teeny... I bought... so that's what it fits in, that little teeny case? Yeah, there's some that small. Yeah, Look at those little guys. Look at these little guys. These, these are Amanda's dice that I bought her. Oh, I like these. Little pandas. <laughs> yeah, there's pandas inside the dice. They didn't ask for this. Huh? They didn't ask for this. They didn't ask for what? To be trapped in a die for the rest <laughs> of their life, <laughs> Like getting rolled around, watching goblins smite thee. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of cool dice. I can't even read the numbers on here, right? Yeah, they're tiny. Is that why all these D&D people have glasses? <laughs> I'm sure that's why. What, what I, I roll? I, I can't fucking see that far. I don't have my glasses on. It's either a four or an A. An A. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a four. Okay. <laughs> this, this thing's pretty haggard. This has seen some battles. <laughs> this is a war-torn little <laughs> purple guy. But yeah, man, you can uh, you can do what's ca- called a one-shot, which okay. is basically like... that's like a super crit. No, no. A one-shot adventure is something that like is going to take a night or two. Okay, like, like, like it's not like a campaign. It's just hey, you're just doing this. Got it. Um, like we did one for like Halloween. a side quest. Yeah, kind of like a side quest. We did one for Halloween that was like Halloween theme Like we fucking woke up in like a pumpkin land and fought all these pumpkins and shit. That was kind of fun. <laughs> that is fun. Yeah, spooky skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, or you'll have a campaign. Which this is a campaign, and so there's. 23 different dungeon levels of this campaign Ooh. you could literally play the, the the you max out at level 20 okay we're, we're level five right now um you could play this for a couple of years yeah like if all you all campaign if it, all campaign or you know with the way the reason i chose this one too is so we can like do a level and if we want to take a break or do something else we can just do that and we can go back to this so okay. it's, very, it's very easy to like leave and come back um but yeah you can you can make it shorter as long as you want nice do you have a campaign end party uh, I think we smoked a party joint last time. So what I'm picturing... When, when we finished our campaign, yeah, we did. We smoked... We called party joints. Uh, okay. It's a joint that's infused with um, fucking THC or ash oil. Purple dye? <laughs> no, but like... It's so like every hit they take, it's fucking infused with oil. So nice. Like you're really fucked up. What I was picturing <laughs> is that you get like a pig on a spit. You go buy some mead. <laughs> You know, like, I should. I should have a, a fucking keg of mead down here, and I yeah. will smoke a pig. Yeah, it'd be Perfect. a fun little, uh, fun little campaign end party. I like that. Have a, um, oh, what's those little tiny guitars that they play in like the, the medieval days? The day? looms, or what do the they call?
1: Yeah, I yeah, yeah. they just
0: had one in the D and D movie, the bard. Yeah, yeah, you need a bard. Yeah, the bard's the the, the entertaining musician. Any bards out there? Email the show. <laughs> we may need your services for Ryan's. Campaign end party in four I, to five years. I hope that like Caesar emails us like, Oh my god, dude, like I've been playing D D for seven years. I have a level twenty bard. Like, sweet man. Like Get just somebody that we would never fucking expect, like, oh dude, I've been playing forever. That'd be cool. Yeah. I there's got to be somebody out there that's a closet. Oh, it's got to be. DDer. Well, hopefully, we are encouraging them to come out of the closet. Please do. Yes. If there's any place to come out of the closet, it's on the Bourbon and Grass, a nonsensical podcast. Yes, because we are full of sensical stuff and we're not going to yep. make fun of anybody. That would be if somebody said that I, I want to do this, but the proper way, we would create a Discord server and that would be our inaugural Discord server. Is <laughs> it a DD game? A DD D? Coming out of the closet. <laughs> oh my god, we could have a bourbon and grass D and D Discord game where it's just full of nonsense. That and, like you're fighting like nothing floating would clowns happen. and bubbles and like just random shit. Nothing would happen. Nothing would get done. People would be like, "I stick you with the tip of my sword in the ankle. For what are you five? Yep. Yeah, and now you can go 15 feet instead of 30. Because fuck you. Yep. Yeah." I can see that. A well, lot backstabbing is. that game. There would be. There would be goblins just watching, going, I don't even want to go over there. <laughs> These <laughs> they're, people are idiots. They fucking take care of themselves, <laughs> yeah. aren't they? Yeah. I don't need any of that in my life. All right, buddy. Well, I bet if I get home, I can get this put up on the uh, on the, on the Spotify for creators. Well, so I hope you do, because we did the today. time travel adventure for today. <laughs> I got to <till> 11.59, dude. <laughs> It's not my fault that people don't fucking get on it. <laughs> hey, I'm fine with that. It's the date that it was published. Yeah. Now I'll get home, put some pictures up on the socials. There you go. And get this put up on the, yeah, Spotify changed their shit. And now it's you know who podcasters. Did, you know who didn't change their shit? Hmm. Apple Podcasts. That's fine. Spotify is not an Android only thing, bud. Is Spotify that, is, is Apple Podcasts and an Apple only thing? Well, it's in the name. Oh. I mean I have Google Podcasts, but that's not what I use. I use Podcast Attic. Okay. So we have eleven plays of our uh of our last. So there's some rookie numbers. We gotta get back up there. We gotta get back up there. But we do have one thousand thirteen total plays. Excellent. I know a peek behind the curtain is supposed to come sooner than this, but this is just not what we have, because I decided to look and see what the name was. Well, if you listened last week, you know that we hit the thousand mark. Yeah. We should have been here last week. Yep. So if there's 20 people listening to this, I'm disappointed in nine of you. <laughs> but I'm go glad th- you're here, and I back. encourage you to come back. Go back and listen to 26. Yes. All right. All right. See All you right. Buddy. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks hey. for the adventure. Hey, no, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm going to go have some mead and some smoked pig, wipe my brow. And sit by the fire. And sit by the fire, and look at my goblin socks, (laughs) and have a ye olde gay time. Enjoy. Like the Flintstones. (laughs) See ya. Bye.